beer with the boys. Beer, 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 boys. Beer with the boys. Jeez, I don't know if you heard that, but there wasn't a can crack, but my stomach stomach growled real well, real loud right there to start it off. ASMR to start the, <laughs> start the podcast off. Damn right. Damn right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Beer with the Boys. One of your hosts, Jake, J-Dog, Mac, right here alongside Scooter McGavin. He's a little sleepy today. But he's here, alive this, and well. This beer helps out a little bit. And my fancy That's new good. cup. Hold on, we'll get a little. Even though no one sees the recording, we gotta do a little uh, drop there. Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, who uh, who made that cup? I don't know. Silly pint. S i l i p i n t. But it's silicone, oh. so you drop it, it doesn't break. So you spill your beers. So. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And and what's what logo is on there? What is it? What does that look oh, like? Oh my goodness. But you're supposed to say it. Because oh, floppy video. ear. Beer okay. <laughs> like I thought you were asking me because you didn't know. No, because we got we, So we're not a video podcast, so we got to make sure that. people know. So be yeah. sure to go to Floppy Ear Beer Company. Get some. Uh, get some your silly stuff, pint. Especially this silicone cup. I like it. It's a play on words. It's silicone and also silly. Like it's silly. Ah. We's gonna get silly. Is have you drank in out of a better cup in your in your life? Um, this is definitely top three. Like I'm a big mug guy because you know when you yep. go to the like a big pint mug, love those. Yep. Um, and then I think this would be a close second, and then obviously a Guinness and a Guinness glass would be like another close second. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The silicone cup it's from Sloppy nice. Ear Beer Company. Number two drinking receptacle of all time. I asked him to send it with extra love. He didn't do anything. I was hoping for like a note or something, but he didn't do anything special. So well, whatever, maybe, Mike. Maybe maybe he kissed it on, on the way out or something. <laughs> COVID, man. We can't do that. Whatever. So, all right. Well, this is, we're, we're back for another great happy hour. Um, we're enjoying ourselves a little bit. And uh, we're, we're excited about this guest. So we are officially cruising on guests that we didn't know prior to them jumping on the zoom call with us other than a few messages back and forth um it started with floppy ear mike and it's it's it, it's gotten to this point so another guy who's who's making it big a young entrepreneur making it big in the yard games world we'll talk about that a little bit um he knew mike from floppy ear through social media got connected with us turns out this dude lives like an hour away from us uh in in wisconsin so proves that all great things do truly come from wisconsin as as well as happy cows um fuck california and uh simple as that but we have jt the ceo owner creator lead marketer all around spokesperson for for day lou uh the up-and-coming yard game and Thank uh, God you gonna... told us how to pronounce it. i've been calling it d lou in my head for so long <laughs> and i apologize for that because my brain doesn't work well with words so here we go 
Yeah, we figured it out. We, we got someone that created a damn yard game. <laughs> I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong at least four more times. So probably, probably. So JT, how the hell are you? Thanks for, for coming on here. Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on here. I'm really excited to uh, to get in and talk to you guys about everything and yard games and sports and beer that I don't know a ton about. But, you know, whatever <laughs> whatever comes up, I'm I'm open to talk about it. I'm excited. <laughs> that's that's all that matters right there so we as as we always say the best conversations happen over a drink of whatever it might be uh and and the conversation leads wherever wherever it may lead so we we had a conversation with a guy that owned a distillery the other day and it just was talking about hunting for the whole time so yeah um, it's 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 a crazy show uh so the question we as as people know happy hour uh we put an hour on the clock when the hour is up, maybe we stop talking. Maybe we don't. We probably don't. Uh, see how the show goes. But uh, question, the timer will start as soon as this first question is asked. As we like to ask every single one of our guests, what are you drinking? What are you ordering today during happy hour? Well, today we're going with two drinks. We're going with a uh, sparkling ice uh, strawberry watermelon. Those are uh, pretty good. Big fan of the sparkling ice beverages in general. And uh, water to chase it down. Absolutely. Got to be careful out there. Careful with those sparkling ices. Exactly. Absolutely. Excellent. And uh, Scooter, what uh, what are you drinking today? Got the good old standby PBR. I don't have any fancy beer in my fridge right now, so. All right. Well, PBR, classic. That's uh, the main beer of Beer with the Boys. Yep. Uh, hence why we have a logo, kind of, or a sticker that is made with the PBR logo. So. Um, and then one day you'll be sponsored by them, right? That's, I mean, that's the goal. That's the, the ultimate goal, the pinnacle right there. Free PBR uh, would be great. Yeah, and I am drinking uh, one of three sheeps and newer beers, the Chaos Pattern IPA. Uh, I definitely encourage it. Um, it's, it's, it's not available on its own in stores, I don't believe, but you can get it in the Hot Pack, which is four of their, their main IPAs. So go check that out. It's a, it's a great beer. Uh, definitely, definitely recommend that. Um, all right, the shotgun start here is what we like to call to kick things off officially. Uh, JT, what are three things that you are that that you've recently tried new, or three things uh, or a mix of both that you are planning to try new in the not so distant future here? So, in, anything that you're renewing with your life here? Yeah, you know. Business wise, I guess the first thing is uh, I'm working on ways to extend the Daylu product line. Um, it's I'm certainly content with the one product that I have, but I'm trying to figure out ways to have a lower price product there, or you know, offer you know two boards instead of one, or you know, just kind of ideating and figuring out what you know what what the next step is to continue to grow. Um, you know, grow the business. And I'm just kind of trying new things, uh, working on some things when I have the time and uh, just kind of seeing where everything goes. I don't, I don't have a huge specific plan with it. It's just one of those things that something pops in my mind. I try it out and I, you know, kind of go from there and see, see what happens, see if there's traction or see if it's something that I should, uh, you know, leave behind and move on to something else. So I, I don't want to get into too much specifics because a lot of it is just trial and I don't want to overpromise and under deliver um, and, you know, give away my trade secrets, but uh, it's, it's, it's always fun to work on the product and come up with new ideas and see, see where things are going to go. So that's one thing that I've kind of been exploring with more recently. Excellent. Excellent. So just 
making a full business out of it moving moving you know on from that you know that one product so do you in that sort of realm is 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 delu is that the name of the specific product the game or is that the name of the business in in this sort of mindset we're gonna dig deep in here yeah that's that's a really good question uh and i don't really have a good answer so it technically the business name is not filed under delu games it's something completely different okay um but i kind of just refer to the whole business as delu games because that's that's what i could get a website uh domain for it's what i could get all the social media pages for so i just kind of took that and i ran with it um the game itself i just called delu um it's listed on the website as like the delu game i guess um so it's kind of like delu under the hood of delu games now if i go and make different games what are they going to be called i have absolutely no idea uh, maybe there's some subsidiary of delu like delu toss or something like that um you know that's that's all up in the air something that i have to figure out when the time comes you know maybe maybe it's some sort of rebranding it's one of those things where i really didn't plan for it um i didn't even really plan to start a business when i first created this thing uh so it was and i i have no idea what i'm doing still to this day <laughs> but so i just kind of make it up as i go and it, it's uh, it just it is what it is the game's delu the company's delu and we'll see where i need to shift and change uh as time goes on but right now that, that's what it is and you know again like i said we'll we'll see where things go and if i have to bring games what, you know what's going to happen with that go from there for sure. What's uh, what's number two on your your list of the shotgun start? Yeah, uh, sticking to the similar theme, uh, creating board games is actually something that's uh, on my list that I've more recently been diving into. Uh, I got a book about creating board games. Uh, my full time real job, because Taylor's not um, you know a full time job at this point, uh, is actually with a board game company. So I'm a board game brand uh board game brand manager and it's not necessarily in my role to create games but it's something that i'm passionate about so i've kind of been working on you know reading this book and jotting down ideas for different board games that um you know could go into the market with our company in the next couple of years so that's that's been an exciting uh journey that i've started on because i really just love creating and developing things and uh it, it, it gives me something else to do something a little bit different still in the same industry but you know, something slightly different than yard games, for example. Sure. Big game guy. Absolutely. Like not, not like sit in my basement and play board games for hours on end, <laughs> just having fun playing, you know, simple, simple games, even, even shoots and ladders. Like it, it's, it's just a fun game. I just like the competition, even if it's super simple. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And number three on your list here. Yeah. Number three kind of revolves around games again in a sense but not necessarily just like getting outside and spending you know spending more time outside spending more time golfing uh you know when I started my job in uh July I kind of just locked myself up inside for the rest of summer and then obviously winter hit you guys know what it's like so now it's spring again and you know I just want to spend more time outside as much as I can uh you know, whether that's playing catch in the yard with a baseball, football, uh, yard games, spike ball, or honestly just watching the brew game outside, you know, whatever it is, I just, 
I lost that when I started working. So I really want to get back into that more and just being more active outside and stuff like that. So for sure. Now, is this your, cause you just recently graduated, right? Yep. That is correct. Yep. From, uh, from UW Madison. If I, if I read the, the about part of Daylu, the website correctly. So congratulations. Was this, this past May? Yeah, it was. Excellent. So this is your first job out in the real world here. And, and, and definitely, I think we've all, you know, we graduated like five years ago now. It's ridiculous. And, uh, um, you know, when you get that first real job and, you know, it's taken up that much time and, and whatnot, you know, you come home and, you know, you just sit on the couch and binge the office or whatever show is on and whatnot. And you forget, you know, to, there's other things that you can do with your life. So getting back into it is, is, is great. Let alone, we had a pandemic all in the midst of, of all of this. So, um, no, excellent, excellent three things right there. We're excited for you. We're excited to, to follow you these next couple of, uh, uh, weeks, months, and years, and and you know, perhaps, and when we're old and have kids and whatnot, there's a couple of your your board games hanging up in our in in our closet, uh, or at least that's where we kept our board games for when I was growing up. So, yeah, uh, the dream. <laughs> so, Scooter, why don't you kick it off with with some questions here? Should known that was coming. Should have taken a drink right then. Um, yeah. So what? Man, you kind of already explained half the questions I was going to ask in a weird way um but i guess my first question is where the i don't so i don't one i read the rules and i kind of get it but i'm the guy that learns by watching a video and i just realized there's a damn video there there wasn't no there's not a video i thought there was a video that taught me how to play but anyways how did you come up with this game like it just seems like a yeah, I don't know. Just run us through the process, because I always like yeah. knowing how people come up with tell, ideas. Tell us the history. Tell us yeah. the story. Sure, I'll dive into that. And for your reference, there is a video. We have a YouTube channel, just Daily Games. I'm pretty sure is what it is. And it's got like a how to play. It's got a short like 30 second sizzle video, if you will. So and there's a couple those. other. I should have watched that. I would have known what's going on here. <laughs> no, that's good. So, uh, yeah, how did it come about? So. The summer prior to starting college at Madison, I was kind of bored. I had like a month left of summer and I'm like, you know, summer's winding down. I'm kind of bored of what I've been doing. My summer job had ended at this point. So I decided to uh, create a game, which is, I guess, what you naturally would do when you're bored. Um, so, So I decided to get a piece of chalk and on the driveway, I drew something that I thought seemed fun. I, I basically the premise was all right you know cornhole's popular ski ball's popular i like golf uh there's one other thing that i'm missing right now but it, it was basically a combination of four games that i loved and i decided to oh washers that's the other one and i decided to like i said just draw something on the driveway that was chalk it was it was a very boxy design it had five points and it had this top hole for an automatic win and i'm like hmm that seems like it could be fun went to the you know, local Home Depot later that day, got some wood and had a prototype the next day. And I started playing it and I'm like, wow, this, this game's actually kind of exciting. Um, you know, part of, part of what I wanted to do was create something that was, uh, you know, it, it allowed for a wide age range to play. Uh, I see with cornhole, it requires a certain skill level. I know it's not a super difficult game, but it's also hard for like five and six year olds to throw it's it's uh, difficult for some 27 <laughs> year olds as well so 
that's true. Yeah, I've definitely seen a, a skill gap in cornhole. So, you know, I, I took that in mind and I'm like, all right, you know, it's no fun when you're down 18 to two, like you're not coming back. And it's not fun for the person who's winning because they're just absolutely dominating. So I'm like, how can you balance that? Well, that's where the automatic win came in, which is kind of like, you know, one of the more important things of Daylu and one of the more exciting things of it is, all right, we've got this hole on top. It's big enough for the ball, but it's still fairly difficult to get it in there. Like, even if you aim 20 shots in a row, you might not make any of them. Um, so, you know, that was, that was my thought on how you can kind of balance the skill level where it, it takes skill, but there's also some luck involved. I've seen people make it in the, you know, automatic win in their first game that they've ever played just out of pure luck. And, you know, it's captivating for a few reasons because one, it keeps the game close. You know, it doesn't matter if someone's up 19 to zero because the person who's down by zero can still win. The person who has 19 points really needs to score that last one point. Uh, otherwise, again, the other person might still be able to win. So, you know, it's exciting from that standpoint. And just the fact that like, when you get it in that hole, it's just such a rewarding feeling for you because if you, if you weren't expecting it, it's just like, Oh, I just won the game. And if you were aiming for it, it's just that satisfaction that you actually made it in that, in that hole. So that was kind of, you know, that was something that was super important to the game, something that I needed to include this automatic win, like, you know, leveling the playing field. Um, so that's, that's kind of how the game came up. I, it was one thing that I just drew out of chalk on the driveway one day, built a prototype and enjoyed it the next day. Um, but like I said earlier, I didn't necessarily plan on it being a business. It was one of those things that it was just something for me to do to keep busy um, and just have another game to play. So, you know, time goes on, a few months goes on and I'm in my freshman dorm. And I'm telling my friends about this game and they thought it was interesting. So I ended up bringing it up next time I went back to Madison from my house and they played it and they all had so much fun. I just remember that, you know, that one moment where I brought it in front of them and, you know, after playing it, we literally sat in the hallway for like an hour or two, just talking about the game, which at that time I'm like, Hmm, maybe there's actually something to this. Like they all had so much fun playing this janky prototype that I made. Um, you know, <laughs> the quality wasn't there, but, I could tell that the gameplay was, was there and people were liking that. So, you know, over the next, well, that'd be four years of college. I worked on it outside of class. I worked on it in some of my classes because uh, two of my majors were in marketing and entrepreneurship. So it was, you know, right up my alley. So I, I used it in class projects. I forced people in my groups to work on my own game uh, for my own benefit in class um, but it provided to be super helpful because, you know, I learned a lot and it, it was something that they were actually working on a real project, not, you know, revamping a target store that would have absolutely no impact in, you know, in their life. So they actually got to work on a project that was, you know, tangible and had, had a real life impact, which is also kind of cool. Um, so yeah, so I worked on it in school and, uh, in December of 2019, I opened up my website for sales and we've been, uh, slowly growing ever since. That low key sounds like, I don't know if you ever seen the movie basketball. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. They literally create this game in their driveway and it turns into like this giant professional league. It's a goofy ass movie, but it's the, it just reminded me of like, I was just bored in my driveway one day and I created this game and now it's turned into this business that I never imagined it would. Um, but no, that's super cool, and props yeah. to you for, like, not only 
st starting your own business while in college, but also using uh, using your project to make other people work on it and get good grades. So like, hey, free uh, that's like a free internship right there. <laughs> exactly. No, it the worked out perfectly. It was. Uh, I always. I hated to kind of force it into the conversation, like, hey, we should do this for a project. But also at the same time, it's like, I mean, what's going to add more value? Like doing a project about something that no one's ever going to touch or influence in any sort of way or something that like actually helps someone out. And so I always kind of pushed them towards that. And people were always happy to do it. And honestly, for the most part, people didn't really care. They just wanted an A on the project anyway. <laughs> oh, geez, so, we got that uh, DLoo Games guy again in our group. What are we going to do this time? <laughs> yeah time to run trying time to find a new group but no it, it worked out well people were super supportive and helpful and everything like that so um you know I, i'm really glad that i gotta use my college classes and learn more about my business there so like obviously you're a big game guy and and and, and be that yard games or or board games or whatever you've talked about it all where where does this interest all come from for you what is that what is the history behind this interest yeah, I mean, I don't really know. It's not like no one in my family is like super into gaming. I, sometimes I almost have to force them into trying games that I have. Y'all don't have game nights every week or something? <laughs> no, it, which is the unusual part. Like, I, I don't know. I've just, I, I don't know if it's if it's that I just enjoy games. I think part of it is I enjoy competition. I'm not like overly competitive, but it's fun to like compete at something to try and outdo each other, uh, even in a friendly way. And so, you know, playing sports growing up, baseball, golf, mainly, uh, I, I love competing in those and playing in the yard, yard games. I played those all the time, hide and seek, capture the flag, ghost in the graveyard, all of them. Um, you know, there's just, to me, always something fun about competing, trying to win. Uh, and you get that in board games. And I think that's where I enjoy them. I, like I said, I'm not going to like you know, flip a table over a board game. It's, it's just fun to have something, lay it out and, you know, do something for half an hour that's a little competitive, but just in the end provides some fun for and some good entertainment for you guys. Sure. So I guess branching off of that and not necessarily really associated with that question, but um, I mean, you talked about the history of, 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 of Delu. When was that moment where you realized like this was bigger than just just a game that you created um, where like, this is something that can actually catch on and, 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 and really branch out there for you. Yeah. I mean, I would probably say the moment that I always think back to is when we were in the, in the dorm hallway playing the game and you know, the fact that we were talking about it, like the viability of it and people enjoying it for an hour to two hours after we were done playing it at like 11 at night on some random weekday, it was like, that was, that was like, uh, looking back, that was so cool to see my friends so interested in it and to see that there's actually like some viability to it. So it was, it was kind of like that moment that I'm like, all right, like there might be something to this. And that's where I just kind of started taking steps to bring it to market. And I think my parents were a little like, hmm, that's probably not going to really fare out, but you know, you're passionate about it. So uh, go for it and see what happens. And you know, over the next few years, I kind of gained their trust and, um, you know, they started to believe in it a little bit more. Um, and now to this day, I mean, they, they're fully invested. They, they love it. Um, and they're excited to see me chasing my dream. So, uh, it, it took a little bit, bit of persuading for them, uh, especially, but 
you know, I was kind of sold right away. I'm like, all right, I'm onto something here. And this is real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah. So I think the cool part, my, the cool, my favorite part that I've seen of this so far is where the heck did it go? Oh, the video on, on YouTube, because now I'm creeping your YouTube channel. Uh, the one in downtown downtown Milwaukee, um, I think that is like the greatest marketing strategy ever. Like just going around and playing your game wherever the hell you you can find something cool in Milwaukee. Like what what did you come up with this idea? Yeah, uh, it was just one of those things where it's like my yard is pretty boring. My driveway's not that <laughs> exciting. Where can I take pictures and do things that are a lot more exciting? And I'm like, well, brewers, obviously, people love to tailgate there yeah. at brewer games. I, I go up to Green Bay every once in a while, and I just I haven't done anything up there yet. But, uh, you know, that was kind of my idea. Just go to a bunch of landmarks in Milwaukee that are decently famous that people will recognize, especially with a lot of my audience being in Wisconsin. Take some pictures, take some video. Uh, our manufacturer is located in Milwaukee, actually, too, which is really cool. So we're made locally, which is you know, really exciting for us uh, for many reasons. And so we picked up some games and we just took one out of the box <laughs> and did a little photo shoot with it. Uh, so that was really cool, except the day that we chose was one of the windiest days ever. So the balls were blowing <laughs> all over the place trying to shoot this video. We were in the Miller Park parking lot and it was, I don't know, probably 45 and like misting outside. And I'm just trying to make a deluge to make it look good in front of Miller Park. And I have to throw the ball like, way to the left because the wind's just knocking it down and sending it way off to the right so but you made uh, them the little pretty... ones so that's all right yeah so, I mean, yeah hey. it's a pretty purple <laughs> day but you know <laughs> i just stood out there in the parking lot until i made it and uh it worked out well but how many takes did it take oh boy that one <laughs> so we get, I, let's I, get to the nitty-gritty come on now let's <laughs> yeah that one there were a couple where I just went to make it in the hole anywhere. It didn't really matter. But when I was going for the top <laughs> hole, that one probably took 10, 10 minutes or so to make, which I would like it to not take that long. <laughs> uh, in, in normal conditions in my living room, if I were to do it, it'd probably take two to five minutes. You know, not too bad. But dealing with that wind and with an uneven parking lot made the conditions so much harder to make it in there. It was just... Yeah, at that point, it was just kind of luck that I that I actually made it. Yeah, that's half the battle is luck. But I will I will add to that. Lower on the note of how long it's taken me to make a shot, uh, I, I posted this trick shot where I made three deluge in a row. So I spent probably like six hours one day trying to do that. <clears throat> didn't make it. I, I made two in a row multiple times, but I couldn't make the third. And then I went back at it like the next day for like two hours and I finally made three in a row. My back was sore from picking up balls the whole time, but <laughs> it, it took me like eight hours total to make this stupid trick shot that I got like a hundred views. So it's like, was it worth my time? I don't know, but I guess I felt pretty rewarded after that I actually managed to make three in a row. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like that's, that's the grind. It's true, it's true. You never know what happens. Maybe it blows up and then it was definitely worth it. So, but it, I mean, it was fun to do. I. I I like to challenge myself again. It goes back to the competition. Like even if I'm just competing against myself, I still, I still like it. It's, it, it, it drives me to do something. What's, so you're, you say you're, comp what's your most competitive game, like board game or yard game? Like for me, it's like monopoly or like guess who, I don't know why guess who gets, it just gets heated. Cause my brother was the guy who would just randomly guess. 
in like three random guesses, he would always get it, and he'd be like, "This is stupid. I don't want to play this game with you anymore, guy." But like, there's always there's always that one game that everyone's like weirdly extra competitive at, and mine was like, "Guess who?" Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, yard game wise, I would go spike ball. Uh, you know, me and my neighbor love playing spike ball. It's it's usually just one v one, but we're super competitive out in the yard playing it all the time. Um, board game wise, I'm trying to think if there, there's not really one that stands out in my mind. That there's like, one that you would contemplate flipping a table for. There's got to be at least one. Oh. Uh, Possibly the game of life. Oh. Uh, it's just one of it's one of those games that's like so much luck is involved in that game, but it, it was always one of my favorite games as a kid growing up. And I would like to think that I had strategy for that game, <laughs> even though you really can't. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm taking the risky path. I'm gonna do that. You know, uh, that's gonna pay off, and I'm gonna. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to try and be a doctor. If not, then I'll switch my jobs later. So, you know, you've got all these little small strategies going on in your mind. And in the end, again, like I said, it's pretty much just dumb luck because you land on a space or you lose your job. And now you're a, a you know, police officer for the rest of the game, making only 40,000 versus the doctor that you were making 150,000 at. And then you lose a game. And that's when you want to flip the table. Cause you're like, if I wouldn't have just lost my job, I'd be doing fine. I would have won this one. We got it out of him. He said he would. All right. <laughs> everyone the would. Game. There's at least one game everyone would flip a table for, when it comes to board games. Yeah. There's at least one. Like it, it's just how they like, work, and they just like ran- Maya's battleship. Like they just randomly bring out the competitive side in you for no reason. Like it's just supposed to be fun. Like hey, let's spin this thing and move our car around, and collect as many kids as we can along the way. But no, now I'm a. I'm a fry cook at the McDonald's. I can't make anything more than $20,000 a year, and I'm going to lose the game. Well, it pisses you off when that happens because you don't get mad that that happens. You get mad that now the other person is winning and had better luck than you. You don't get pissed off that you had bad luck. You get pissed off that someone else has has better luck. It's true. Why why did I have to lose my job? Why couldn't they have lost? (laughs) Exactly. It's like, what the hell? We don't don't need that. But um, So the game of life, that's your – that's your, that's the secret game here. It's always been a good one. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So where, I mean, overall, all this kind of, you know, narrows down to to being an entrepreneur and having that sort of mindset. So um, where where does that sort of mindset come from for you? Um, and, and the double down on it, when was that realization that like, that is entrepreneurship, that type of career path is what you wanted to, uh, to, to go down for your, your life for that game of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's kind of funny in middle school, well, actually dating back to elementary school, we had this little business, small business thing that we did. And there was a little bit of an entrepreneurial aspect in it, which piqued my attention. Didn't really think of think about it much then. Uh, middle school then we had a another business class that was also kind of entrepreneurial and that that stuff always fascinated me I'm like oh this is really interesting like these people can create stuff and and have their own business and it, it was always for me in that class uh, to learn about the businesses that people are starting we watched biz kids I know that's a show on like was it PBS which is just about kids starting businesses and I always thought it was the coolest thing ever 
Uh, and I still do. I still think it's really fascinating that you've got these like 10 year olds starting these huge businesses. Um, and then high school took a term, took a turn for the worst. I took an entrepreneurship class. I decided to, for my final project, build a theme park out in a random town in Wisconsin, Oconomowoc, if you guys know that one. And I absolutely hated the project. I thought it was the worst thing ever. I'm like, I do not want to be an entrepreneur at all. This is terrible. This is so boring. Well, little did I know that passion would flare up again in college. Uh, it, it partially started with me buying stuff at, you know, TJ Maxx and Marshall's and on sale at Target and reselling it on eBay. It's just, it was a stupid side hustle where I only made a couple hundred bucks doing it, but it didn't take a lot of effort. And it was kind of fun to try and flip these products for more money. And, you know, some things I made a hundred dollars on, uh, some things I only made $2 on, but it, it was a fun adventure to do, uh, and it, it was kind of getting at that entrepreneurial itch. And, you know, in college, when, when I was working on my game, I'm like, this is really exciting that what I'm doing right now has such an impact on, like with Daylu has such an impact on what it's going to be like, I'm controlling the future of this game, I'm doing everything. It's just, I don't, it's just exciting to have your hands fully in it and be fully immersed and, you know, be doing what you love. I think that's really what it comes down to. It's, it's something that I'm super passionate about. It's just, it's exciting as things progress. It, it definitely has its downfalls, but it's, it's exciting as things progress. And that's, that's what kind of keeps me going. So uh, I, I feel like I've always had that entrepreneurial itch in the back of my mind and it, it, I didn't really start doing anything with it until college, but I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I did because it's, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Is that what you went to college knowing that you wanted to do that? Or did you go to college for something else and it just kind of turned yeah. out to be this way. No, I went to college not knowing what I wanted to do. I, I was looking at anything from food science to engineering to Jeez. business as pretty much a fallback. <laughs> uh, you picked a good fallback. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, it turns out I'm not uh, smart enough to be an engineer or I didn't want to apply <laughs> myself enough to be an engineer, one of the two or both. Uh, and you know, I just wasn't really finding my major freshman year. And so I decided to apply for the business school because I'm like, you know, it's it's a safe bet. My parents were always telling me that I should go into marketing, but I always told them I didn't want to because everyone does marketing and marketing's boring. Well, again, <laughs> little did I know that's what I'd major in and I absolutely love it too. Uh, but, you know, I got into the business school and that's when I found out that there, that there was an entrepreneurship major at Madison. And so I... I took that up and loved all my entrepreneurship classes. They were all super fascinating. I, I learned a lot in all of them. And, you know, that's, that's where I guess I, you know, partially found the uh, passion for it in those classes as well. Cool. You know, make, makes, makes it easier when there's a distinct program to, to go that path rather than just figure out what you want to do. And you have, you know, you're just getting a degree to get a degree, knowing that it's nothing related to what you want to be doing. Yeah, I, I feel so fortunate that I found a path that I loved and that, you know, everything worked out the way that it did because going into college, I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. And, you know, I came out with three majors, two of which I absolutely love. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy with where I am right now with everything. So, yeah, that's what it's all about. I feel like that was a shot at me for having a biology degree, but it's all right, man. We'll let it well, no, I mean, because I mean, you, I mean, you, it's different. Like you went. Oh to yeah. That is save it now. It's okay. And well, up until, you know, three and a half years in, you know, that was a part of what you were 
going to do and and it didn't work out i mean if it was you know what i mean is you know you have the people out there like entrepreneurs in particular you know they figure out halfway through sophomore year that even if they're getting a business degree it's not really related to what they want to be doing um then you know why the hell are you doing it you have less motivation to do anything and uh you know you just figure out what you want but what you're getting a degree in is not what you want and uh you, you had a, a different situation. I'm just so messing people, with you, okay? Like, people who want to hear more about that, go back and listen to uh to the to the to the scooter cross examination episode back from December. I have a fun question, um, because my brain works as if I ever like started my own business where I sold stuff. Like my first thought would be like I need to get on Shark Tank. Have you ever thought about that? Like trying to get on there and like. And well, double question because this is the best part. If you got it, have you ever thought about it? And then if you got on Shark Tank, which would be your dream shark to work with? Ooh, because I I know my dream shark. I want to hear yours. Yeah, uh, you know that's all right. So to address the first question, so that's probably actually one of the most common questions that I get. Is, oh or, really? Well, I'm yeah. gonna make it a three-parter since you get that question. <laughs> So if you were to make it on um, Shark Tank, it's not really a question. It's more of a it is a question. Can we be the guys that play the game on beside you while you explain the, the thing? All right. So yes, I'll sign you. I'll sign you guys up tentatively to play the game on the side as well, long as you're got it. In. As long as you're excited about it. Oh hell yeah! Uh, we'll be more excited than you've ever seen. <laughs> you want to <laughs> see excitement? We are. We'll be the most excited guys you ever had in your life. All right, there we go. Then that's that's good. That'll be a perfect segue. Uh, you guys can just play it in the background, and uh, Mark Cuban will be laughing because you guys can't hit the board. And exactly, <laughs> I'll be pitching to them, and it, it, it'll just be an all-around positive experience. Um, so yeah. So going back to the question, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's something that comes up a lot, um, and it's something that I've thought about. The problem is. I would absolutely get laughed out the door if I went on there and told them my numbers. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I started this business, and this is how many games I sold, and this is how much I've made. And they'd just be like, no, all right, uh, yeah, we're not going to make a deal with you because um, my business just isn't that big. It's not to the scale that they're looking for. So right now, mm, I don't see it happening. But does that mean down the road it uh, it, it could happen? I, I think it's possible. Uh it's something that's always in the back of my mind uh, as an opportunity. And you hate to say it, but part of it's just looking for the exposure. I mean, a yeah. deal would be fantastic, but getting on national TV is another thing too. That's, so You can use us for that too. Like we'll do something outrageous in the audition portion of the things and they can't not put it on TV then. That's true. That's true. Win. Point. It'll be respectful though. Like, Absolutely. You got to be classy about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's an, I think it's a door that could be open down the road. Just not, not at this time. Cause I wouldn't be ready, but, uh, spike ball is on shark tank. Uh, and I looked at that as an example and they didn't, um, I don't think that they made a deal. I don't remember though. Uh, but uh, they got a ton of exposure and I think it kind of blew up after that. And obviously they're doing super well right now. Uh, so yes, I think it could happen. In terms of the shark, I would almost lean towards Mark Cuban. I don't 
necessarily love his attitude about everything, but he's big into sports and this is kind of in that industry. So I think it might, it might line up well. I know Laurie's big into QVC. I don't necessarily think my game is a QVC game, but then again, maybe it is. All those moms at home looking for things to keep their kids busy. Uh, Sipping wine and Percocets. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so I'll take a, I'll take a deal with Lori and uh, Mark Cuban. It'll be a joint deal. I want to work with Damien. I just like him. He's a little guy. He's That's true. Guy. I I, re- I read always. I read his like story of how he started, and it was it was um. It was one of those just straight grinds to get to where he is today. So it was, it was a really cool story. But not Mr. Wonderful. I don't think I could work with that guy. I don't think he's as wonderful as it sounds. I'm going to fight him. I'd be like, dude, we're going to fight. Let's go. That's how he makes money. Yeah, but don't be a dick about it. He makes people money. Well, yeah, you make me money, but don't be arrogant about it. Be like, here's your check, man. Be like, I told you so. Be like, Let's fight. Let's go. <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> How much would he have to make you in order for him to say, I told you so, and you not want to fight him? Me? Both of you. Um, what, it, what is the lucky number that Mr. Wonderful could help make your business where you would not want to punch him in the face? 69 million, so then we could both giggle about it. Okay. I feel like he'd giggle about that. He seems like he, that guy. You hope so. Seems like a reasonable answer. <laughs> I mean, I was, thinking, I was thinking more like if I could take like – you know, a million in my pocket each year, I'd be happy with that. I wouldn't really need to fight him, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, bigger is always better, right? Any number that ends in 69, how about that? <laughs> $69, we'll giggle at that. <laughs> there we go. That was the, that's the first 69 drop for at least of this year of the podcast, so congratulations, you made it. Um, well, we're, I mean, we're talking about making money here. So let's take the good transition, take a quick break, and let us make some money About from Anchor. Cents. Perfect. All right. And here's the ad. Ready to go. No, because that's so goddamn loud. Now that's when you scare people, and that's when you get Bobby Brom just, you know, messaging me saying, no, he's fucking sneeze guy. People drive and listen to this, man. What if it scares them and like you could? We are not held accident. liable for any accidents you get on while listening to beer with the boys. See, we're good. You got to say that before you do it, though. Like, oh, we said it. No, yeah, like, <laughs> we said I feel it. like there's a there's a great like we're gonna have. Uh, what's are we the still guy? recording? Yeah, this is live, so this is going. Okay. What's the cool. one call? That's all. Like, we're gonna get like at least five groups. Groover, and then maybe he'll come on the show. Oh, hey! So hey, cop a few more times. Give me someone, and you're a Wisconsin guy here, JT. Yeah. Here's the impromptu next question: Is David Gruber the most famous person in the state of Wisconsin? Uh, before I ask that, or, sorry, ask that. Before I answer that, have you seen his hair in the recent commercials? It looks terrible. <laughs> All over the place. Yeah, what's up with that? Man, let me say one thing before you an- answer that. His Valentine's Day commercials were electric. Let me just say that. Absolutely. He insane. like redecorated his like little office area with hearts and stuff. And I don't even think that's a, that he redecorated. I think that's just the vibe of the room that he was in. Hearts everywhere. And every time <laughs> he talks, his whole head moves, and I love it. Like, yes. I would not be able to take that man seriously in court, so that's probably why he wins a lot. Yes. So, I mean, you're – I mean. Because you grew up in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, as as did I. Scooter grew up in 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 Chicago or the suburbs of Chicago, but even you throw athletes into it. I don't think they count though. Like I think I think they can they can even count in this argument. I, I think, think David Gruber is the most famous person from Wisconsin. Strictly grown up in Wisconsin, I gotta see the group in Wisconsin. But let's see what he. I'll, I'll Google it. Ready to go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a tough one because I mean, you you are putting them up against some pretty big athletes. I, I in in the Milwaukee area, I think it might be possible branching out to like Green Bay. I don't know how popular he is up there. Um, yeah, it, it's a tough call because it's it's one of those things where if someone hears the or if if the O'Reilly Auto Parts song is playing in the background somewhere, everyone yep. sings. Everybody them. knows. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same thing for David Gruber. Like, if, if you say his name, people are like, one call, that's all. If you say one call, you know what we're talking about. Hold exactly. Up, hold up. Can, we, can I interrupt? Yes. This motherfucker was born in Patterson, New Jersey. That's fine. But he made his his homage. In... This might be a different David Gruber. Hold on. This guy did biology. <laughs> wrong David Gruber. It looks kind of the same. Or is it the wrong David Gruber? I I mean it's the wrong David so, Gruber. I mean, I think that was that's the biggest thing. If we're talking strictly Milwaukee, I think the only person that can compete with him in Milwaukee is Giannis. Yeah. But I put David Gruber ahead of Giannis as most famous people in Wisconsin. That's true. He's been a long he's been around a lot longer. I don't remember a time without him. He is from New Jersey. God damn. There's a lot yeah. of David Gruber's from New Jersey. Like I know David looking back at my childhood in poorly made commercials, uh, it's David Gruber and Peter Francis Tracy. So that's where he came he came to he went to Marquette Law. That's where he came to Wisconsin. Uh, and he just never right. left. Okay, see that makes oh my god, they have oh my, You know, that's what I might do tomorrow is just take a deep dive wormhole into David Gruber commercials on YouTube. There you go. Find the cringy of the cringe. For us. That's not a waste of time. That's just a time well spent. Yeah. That's... Many people will benefit from that. <laughs> Even in Green Bay. I don't know. I put I put Groobs. I think he's number one. He, he's a pretty famous man. And uh, a little story about David. Uh, oh, first name basis. Okay. <laughs> you just calling him David. <laughs> so, so uh <clears throat> For the Brewer games, they used to have someone take out the first pitch on Harley Davidson. Um, and my father used to work for Harley Davidson. So he did this a couple of times. So he'd ride around the track and drop the, give the ball to the ball boy and uh, drive back around the track. Anyway, so when he did this, we would, uh, we'd get tickets to a box at Miller Park. And it was like the sponsorship box. And every time we did this, David Gruber was in that box. So he was in there. So we were in this box with David Gruber. He is so much taller than you'd expect. Maybe this was because I was like eight to ten at the time, but like I would not have thought he was as tall as he was. So uh, I have officially met David Gruber in person. So you awesome. know, talking to me basically makes you two steps away from meeting that's true. a legend. That's, so that's true. why you get to call him David, huh? Yeah, it's true. Got to call him first name basis. Oh, okay. So that that was. I don't know how we got started in that question. But... Uh, cause people to drive off. Oh yeah, so we needed to get in touch. So yeah, we just in case if somebody needs it, we got David Gruber on. You know, we're ready to connect with him. Um, <laughs> Hold on, so, one last David Gruber thing before we do this. On his website, he's got a picture with the Bucks mascot. Bingo. Apparently, the Brewers have a dog mascot. Didn't know about that. Oh, 
Of course, Hank. And then, oh, he's got a picture with Aaron Rodgers. He's fa- he's he's the most famous person in Wisconsin. That's it. He's the guy. He it's knows close. them all. Case closed, as he would say. Yep. I, agree I wonder if he does say case closed. I'm sh- oh, if case he's that type of guy. Closed. <laughs> Oh man, the groups. I'm sorry. He seems so, like a nice guy. Maybe a little shady, but that's all right. Just he, nice enough guy. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna put you on the spot here, JT. We already talked about how much of a game guy you are. Games have been a part of your life forever, even though you didn't have family game nights. Don't worry, either did I. Um, what are and you're you just love games until and you work for a board game company now. We do a little thing on here every so often. We do a thing called our six packs of something where we create a six pack based off of a topic, kind of like a Mount Rushmore, but we're going to put you on the spot here. He already knows where it's going. He, he gave the yeah. thinking face. He's like, oh, what, shit. what, what games? And it can be yard games, board games. We'll even throw video games in there. Um, games in general. What games would you put in your six pack as your best games of all time? Wow, thank you for opening that up to uh, more than just board games. That <laughs> you're, you're, a lot you're here. <laughs> um, you can do card games too, I guess. That kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Any any sort of game. All right, so uh, I I won't put Delu in it for the sake of you know not not putting my own game in it, but in a normal it, it, it's very a, humble. Well, <laughs> half, half Baker's dozen or whatever Baker six. Uh, the bartender's dozen. For a yeah, guy that's sure. on a on first name basis with David Gruber, I mean, you could put your own <laughs> game in there. It's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will. We will put it in there. We'll put we'll put Dave Lewis in in there as as the first one. Um, following up with the yard game theme, I, I'll put Spikeball in there. I absolutely right. love that game. Um, I hated it the first time I played it, but uh, played it uh, multiple times after, and you know, really got into it. So. Uh, we'll put that. We'll put that as number You're just two. Too fat and slow to play that one. The ball just goes too far. I'm like, damn. It's like that's fine. That's... Touched it last. You go get it. That's the world's ball now. <laughs> True. Not a fun game to play if you don't have the energy to play it. We'll oh, I, just, I don't think I'm fast enough anymore. Maybe like five years ago, I'd be all right. Not anymore. I'll make it six. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, six. That's more accurate. Okay. Yep. Anyways. All right. So that's number three. Three. Uh, all right. So three. I'm gonna go with uh, a little plug for my company. Drone Home is a game that we released in uh, 2020, and it's 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 kind of like Hungry Hungry Hippos, but you're shooting these little aliens at a drone, and and if you get your alien in the drone, it'll take off and it'll fly. So it's like the first board game with a flying drone. It did super well. Uh, in you know all the stores in 2020, uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know about it. But um, it, it, what? <laughs> Dude, this yeah. looks super fun. <laughs> yeah, like... I, I love it. It's it's for you know ages eight and up, so it's not like a you know it's not it's not. Necessarily hey, I'm, I'm in that age group, so it's fine. That looks it's great true. to me. <laughs> no, it's it's a sweet game where it's it's like it's a, the aliens sit in the drone, and you have a few seconds to knock it out, and if you knock it out, then yours takes over and. Eventually, after a few seconds, the drone will take off. It's just a it's a silly competitive game, but it's it's a ton of fun as long as you aren't playing under a chandelier. It it does have it it is it's a four star game. It's going in my Amazon cart, that's for sure. Yeah, good call. Look at that. This looks See? fun. This this could definitely be like a, a a late night drunk game right here. 
Yeah, I, I, it fits perfectly for that. I mean, that's not necessarily who we're advertising to, but we're also <laughs> not not advertising to them. That's fair. Whoever wants to buy it. It's true. All we're right. not going to tell you what to do with the game. <laughs> All right, number, number four. Number four. Oh, boy. And these are in no particular order other than Daylou being number one. Exactly. Exactly. Obviously. And just in the order that I can think of them. Yes. <laughs> Um. Well, if I if I uh, go with a broader game, I'll, I'll say golf. Like, you know, it's 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 a sport, but it's also a game. Uh, I'm not excellent at it by any means, but it's fun to get out to the course and again challenge myself, see if I can outplay myself and do better than I did the last round, or you know, always trying to improve. So I'm a big fan of uh, getting out to the golf courses and playing around, whether it's with my neighbors friends dad you know whatever it is it's it's always a good game you can never go wrong with golf what is uh what is your personal favorite course that you've you've been able to play at definitely aaron hills okay um my dad caddies there as his retirement job so i've gotten to play the course a couple of times which is i mean it's it's so fun to be able to play you know a u.s open course um it's it's hard but i'm not trying to shoot my best around there i'm just trying to have fun i'm just trying not to lose at least all my balls that day actually i would think the same thing but it's it's pretty wide open and the fescue is not that bad so i actually lose more balls on the local courses because there's trees and water and stuff like that this one's pretty open it's just a matter of do i want to give up and drop one in the middle of the fairway (laughs) so all right and 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 along with that the masters is in what two weeks Uh, yeah that's coming up pretty soon ish who should i put money on to win Blake Kepka, uh, right? That's not a bad bet. I mean, DeChambeau's <laughs> been lighting it up. It seems like every single oh, week he's the, at the top the, of the year. That's before. the long drive guy, right? The bad boy of golf, DeChambeau? Yeah. 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 It's my new favorite yeah. golfer just because he's been <laughs> called the bad boy of golf. Yeah, he's he plays he plays a unique game, but he's he's a really good player, and he's – He's been doing really well recently, so it's it's not a terrible bet, but, uh, you know, anyone can take it. Uh, Dustin Johnson's always up there in the leaderboard, so. Tiger, is he back yet? Or we don't he's, know. Not, he's, he's certainly not back yet. <laughs> he's not coming back for a while. I don't know yeah. if he's going to be out there playing still. You never know. On a wheelchair or something? Yep. <laughs> He'll figure something Crutches, out. crutching down the course. So, uh, well, if you had – to say this is who i'm going to pick to win who is who are you going with don't don't answer because he's just going to come back at you for why he lost money so that's fine 50 50 shot. I'll, I'll just call it my lawyer david <laughs> make a case out of it david oh boy oh man i don't i don't think Bryson DeChambeau's a bad bet. I, I think okay. Dustin Johnson's going to be up there and Justin Thomas. I think all three of them are, are decent bets. But then again, Ricky really? Fowler could be absolutely tanking it. For you just keep year. adding more people. Man, there's a whole list. Just, just well, I, I, I wouldn't go with Ricky based on his past performance, but you never know. Maybe he'll just light it up this weekend and he'll be back. But Stick with Blake Kepko. He'll win. Yep. Not a bad bet. Okay. Number all right. <laughs> there we go. All right, number five. Number five. Number five. Uh, since we opened the door to video games, I'll go with uh, 
uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, the first one, the first Modern Warfare. Uh, more like the one that came out a year or two ago. Okay, the newest one. Yeah, I see, I, I wasn't quite old enough to get into that game when it came out. So That's you know, right, he really... is like, how old are you right now? It's like 22? Uh, 23, I think. He's five like years that. younger than us, so that, okay. No, so, at least he didn't say Ops. Fortnite. All right, we're good with that. Well, I was into Fortnite for oh, a solid no. year and a half, but I kind of got out of that one when it got annoying. With all, yeah, it just got annoying. But uh, now I, I started Call of Duty with like Black Ops Two is really the one that I got into most. A little bit of Black Ops One, but mm. you know, from there, Modern Warfare, the newest one, is kind of what I've been hanging out and playing more. Is that recently. the newest one out then? Uh, or is there a new new one out? I don't Cold remember. War. Cold oh, War that's the new year. new one. Yeah, it's that one I have that one, but I'm not a big fan of it. Did you have you tried the new zombie maps? They're fucking ridiculous. I've tried like one of them, but no, there's a new I... one out where like you switch maps. Like it, it's like uh, it feels like uh, Warzone where you can go in and loot stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Like we just played I've... it the other day. It's really. Cool. I've heard a lot about it. I, I've never been big into zombies, so I've yet to try it. But I've heard that it's fantastic. You gotta try it. It was really cool. It's by far the my favorite zombies map. Yeah, I'll I'll have to give it a go this weekend if I have time and see see what I think about it because I've been holding out and just not doing it. But are you an Xbox or a PlayStation? Or a, a, I guess there's PC gamers now too. That's a thing. Uh, PlayStation. I've been PlayStation my whole life. Well, you know, once I got out of Wii and GameCube, but <laughs> oh, the good old GameCube. Those are those were still some of the best consoles. Oh, I love the GameCube games. Like Mario Party were some like that series was some of my favorite. You know, those are some of my favorite games. Mario Party is great. That's, the, game. That's no. the game that makes you want to flip the table the most. That's a board game that literally makes you want to flip the table. Not if you don't lose. Well, yeah, if you lose, though. But nine, time, nine times out of ten, you lose. No matter how hard you try. And then it's the person that doesn't win anything. And just magically got all the stars. And that's a game over. It doesn't make any damn sense. See, I would just team up with... Uh, whoever I had over that day and we'd play against the computers on easy and oh. it was going every time. So <laughs> did we challenge ourselves? No, but did we win? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Undefeated. Multiple times. All right. R- round out your six pack. What is the sixth or one of the sixth best games in your life? You know, though I don't ever play this game anymore. It's got to be Ghost in the Graveyard. Ooh. I just absolutely loved yard games as a kid. Played them all the time. Nothing was better than getting the neighbors together and playing uh, games out in the yard all night. And that was probably one of the ones that was my favorite behind Capture the Flag. I mean, just solid childhood fun. That was like hide and go seek in the dark. That was the only difference, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And it was, it was more running because when someone was found, you had to run to the base. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I grew up in the middle of. You didn't nowhere. have any friends, so I didn't have it. I had to play Ghost in the Graveyard with the actual ghosts in the <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> well, at least it's a thrilling experience at that at that point. Ah, uh, <laughs> got friends, ghost <laughs> this friends. Guy, <laughs> excellent. Well, we're 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 coming up towards the end of happy hour here. That was a great six pack right there. Like I, was... I very very versatile very anybody anybody can like that i do kids not still play ghost in the graveyard no i I guarantee you go up to a kid nowadays and ask them what ghost in the graveyard is they're gonna be like can you get that on the the nintendo switch 
Is that a YouTube page? The Switch yeah. thing or the TikTok famous thing? I don't know. Wow. I don't think yeah. they play games outside. Like I remember as a kid, like the grownups would go have a bonfire and the kids would go fuck around in the dark. Absolutely. And run into trees and shit, and it's fun. Yeah. That's if you got like heard, it was like, all right, figure it out. Yeah, just, just go get an ice from the inside. I'm I'm by the fire drinking a beer. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Cool go get a bag, fill her up. <laughs> You'd be all right, all right. Or if you just bled, you just dabbed it on your sweatshirt and kept playing. You, just, you let it bleed. <laughs> Went everywhere. It made so, you stronger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So do you I mean, it's, it's sad. It is. I don't think they play outside. Like I guarantee not, you, not like, like they used to anyway. No. I mean kids probably play outside, but no. not like yeah, they we, used to. We were we were looking at a presentation today at work and looking at how kids are, you know, how many kids are on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and all these sources. And I was just every step my jaw would drop. I'm like, these two to five year olds are spending this much time on Facebook. It's like, how are they what what's up with that? Who are they friends with? How do you even get an email at two years old? You need an email to set up all these things. How do you have an email? It must be their parents' account. I don't know. But it's just like one of those things where you're like, all right, apparently we don't play anymore. I guess we just look at the phone and look at Look at the YouTube and look at the Switch and all this stuff. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I grew up 10 years ago or yeah. well, I guess that was probably like 15 years ago, but. Man, that would be, it'd be 10, nine o'clock. You go outside, you don't come back inside till nine o'clock at night. I don't even know if we ate lunch or ever. We just heard the whistle from the, from our dad. Did your dad do the whistle thing? Like any every time he whistled, be like, be, 100%. be like we three have- blocks away. You just hear the, and you'd be like, all right, we got to go home. Yep, hundred percent had a whistle. There it is. That's the ultimate dad call right there. Call your kids in from anywhere. It's true. I miss it. I'd go back. Michael's right. dad just didn't love him. I guess didn't no, have a didn't. whistle. <laughs> he didn't. He did not have a whistle. He had a loud voice. All right. So, timer's about to go here. Scooter, I don't know if you have any questions, but I want to list off. I want I want quick answers here. I'm going to list off several games, several of the more popular games over the last 10, 20 years. Some of them video games, some of them board I mean, games. You are putting this guy on the hot, hot, hot seat. I know. Here. It's not. I just want you to give a thumbs up or thumbs down your personal opinion on these games. Ooh, fun, right, fun part. Just show us and don't say anything. So no one will ever know besides <laughs> us. Yeah, they'll have to guess. They'll have to <laughs> yes. So, um, going to go through several most of them are going to probably be video games because that's kind of the more the the realm that we 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 fall in but figure out your uh your thoughts and all of these so the first one that i have for you pokemon go uh no i was never into pokemon too much walking okay okay i don't know if i'm playing you think if you were into pokemon you would have been into that game uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure I would have loved it, but I, I did not play one Pokemon game as a kid. What? Oh, None? Right. Were you on a Digimon side, a Yu-Gi-Oh, or just not at all in any of that anime stuff? Just never into it. You know, you I was more of a Mario Party, Mario Kart. Uh, you never played a Pokemon game? No, it, it just, it's a fact that just stuns everyone. It's like, I've never seen Star Wars either. Those are like two things that people are just like, oh, hold on. what kind hey. of world are you living in? <laughs> hold on. Time like, out. none of the Star Wars or like... You just never seen all of them, or you watched one and you didn't like it. Right, none like, of them. You've seen none, none of them. them. I'm, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not a big movie watcher either. That's the other thing. I'm well, too busy playing games. You, you know? realize this is like the one 
movie series you have to watch, right? Yeah, I understand that. I'm a big Disney, huge Disney fan. So but you I probably have... got Disney Plus. You get all the movies. Yeah, you got to make it happen. Next rainy day, there's your project. We'll check it. We'll continue to check in to make sure. I have I'm a growing concerned. movie list that is like 120 movies long right now that I haven't watched any. Star of Wars moves to the top because that that's automatically have you watched if you've watched harry potter then we've got an issue a couple of them i've seen a couple of them like the first two maybe three but not not for a while all right uh, before i get too angry just get on let's just get on this all right (laughs) minecraft uh no it's one of those things i haven't really played either all right red dead redemption slash grand theft auto uh red dead i haven't I haven't played that one. GTA, I've only dabbled in a little bit. It's definitely an entertaining game, but I've never actually owned the game myself. Okay. Uh, Rocket League. Yeah, I, I was into it for a while, but I was never good at it. But it's fun. I love it. Okay. Okay. Um, Solitaire. What? It's a classic. Yes. It, yes. We're just... I'm, the, the, Are you the, like on a BuzzFeed top 25 <laughs> games of 2020? Don't question where I'm at. Don't question my movements. Uno. <laughs> yes, Uno's good. Uno's good. Over Candyland. Candyland? Candyland. Candyland. Yes, you can't go wrong. It's a classic. Okay. Battleship. No, I'm, I'm terrible at Battleship. It's luck, but I'm bad at it. You didn't cheat enough, that's why. That's <laughs> probably true. You did that's the, that's ask a them game, to go get you a soda and then look at their board. That was a game built for cheaters. You either stack your ships or find a way to see the other person's ships. Uh, Monopoly. Uh, within reason, not trying to have a five-hour game. Okay. What is the, the what is the max amount of time that you'll spend on it? Uh, an hour is good. Uh, if, you know, maybe if I need to carry it over and play another hour the next day, I'll do that. But I, I don't want to sit down for like two hours to play Monopoly. So you're not a risk man then, huh? You don't play a risk. I played it once. I got eliminated super early on and I just, uh, and you were happy about it. Look, well, fuck yeah, this, exactly. I'm <laughs> um, what else is on? There's your list, man. You got like you're, an you're... Oregon trail. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, not a ton of experience. I just remember playing it on the middle school bus a few times. Didn't hate it though. I thought it, I thought it was a good game. How that's, did you see, play it on a that's bus? That's the difference in our generation. How the hell did you play it on a apart. bus? We played this on elementary school computers. Yeah, on a dial-up You're internet. Playing on the bus? How did you play it on a bus? <laughs> so there's these things called phones with apps. Uh, it's an app on a phone, or there was one at this point he's, in time. He's he's young, explaining us what phones are now. This is I don't know what phones are. You know what? I'm calling my lawyer, David, and uh, this is ageism here or something. He could come up with something. So Oregon Trail, is is that a game That's that an you app can on your, your phone, phone now? Uh, it, it was at this point. I'm sure I'm sure it's still out there. There's actually an Oregon Trail board game now, too. I haven't played that, but... Nah, it's not the same. No, what, is the, what is the disease everybody die from? Dysentery. Dysentery. <laughs> you, you mean I can get dysentery and die mobily now? exactly on the bus on your way to school get eaten by alligators by the river get drowned jesus all right here's a classic one uh uh floppy bird uh come on if you got oregon trail on your phone you play flappy bird (laughs) you can't come ask me i never played flappy bird no i i i have it i 
I'm pretty sure I still have the original. I never deleted it off my phone, but it doesn't work. Uh, it was frustrating, but it was okay. 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 Did we have a race to 69 and loser bought a case of beer? I think so. Yeah, I lost. Yeah. Um, among Us. Ooh. I'd never played it. What? Never played it. So many people have told me to, but I just haven't done it. It's a fun I'm, one. I'm in the same boat as you right there. It's on the phone too, man. You can play on the way to school with your friends on the school bus. <laughs> what uh, Animal Crossing? Yes, I haven't played the new one, but GameCube, Wii DS, absolutely love it. Okay. Uh, Pikmin. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I'm not. You don't I know what that is, name, but I'm not sure what it is. That was a big game. I can I'm probably like, if we have any experts listening to this, feel free to reach out and we'll have you on the show so you can explain uh, this better than me. Wait. But it was a game oh. where you could like grow little things, and I remember this game now. They'd be they'd be red and yellow and green and they'd each have different abilities and it would be kind of like you're a farmer for living things. It was weird. Yeah, you're a little and, astronaut uh, with a little astronaut thing. Yeah, and they are making that into Pokemon Go creators are creating a Pikmin game that's gonna be similar. So Oh really? Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I remember uh, this one now. Okay. It looks familiar, but I I never played it. I don't know if I played it. I What's the goal of it? I don't know. Rule the world or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, nah, that doesn't help. These are all you type in games on Google, and it's just all video games and whatnot. Okay, well, I got some Super Smash Brothers. Mm, you guys probably aren't gonna like this answer. I I haven't really played it. I oh, played it like ever? once. Ever? Yeah, once. What in tarnation? I know Mario Kart. Mar- oh, love it! Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Dominate. Halo? Not PlayStation. Oh, that's right. That's true. Nearly. I played it a few times, but never really got Jack into it. Jack and Dexter. Like that. That's a PlayStation game. How about that? Jack and Dexter. Haven't played it. That was a great game. It was phenomenal. Right, I've got... Um, trying to think of fun board games, like new ones. Have you ever played... Uh, we didn't say Monopoly. Monopoly. He, he's already said it, as long as it's an hour. Was that Monopoly or was that a different game that I said? That was Monopoly. Yeah, was Damn Monopoly. it. What about a Blackjack? Because <laughs> the casino hit up the Blackjack table? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on myself in Blackjack. I've played <laughs> it, but not not for stakes. I'm too bad at it. Not well. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh. Never played. Dang. Same. Never wanted to. Uh, fantasy football. I've only done it a few times. I'm into football i watch the you know packers every single weekend and i somewhat keep up on the other other teams but it's just you're more of a baseball guy yeah yeah didn't really get into fantasy too much fantasy is horrible by the way march madness brass brackets yeah who um, do you have winning how march busted madness? is your bracket right now <laughs> uh it, it's actually decent uh i have baylor winning it so that's always well, a good sign still when got one alive. there you go yeah uh, so right now my bracket's in the 87th percentile in ESPN. So not bad. <laughs> Jokes on you. Mine's in the 96th. <laughs> That's not terrible. I, I need, we need proof. I'm not, I don't believe you yet, but I'm doing, I got, I'm, I'm doing all right. I can prove mine right here. Nope. Uh, see, I believe his. That's proof. 87. I don't let, know me, uh, that. let me bring it up here. Oh, 97.5 percentile. Ooh, sorry. I was Who's winning your bracket then? Uh, I have 
my final four is Gonzaga, Alabama, Baylor, and it was Illinois, and Illinois is obviously out. Um, but I predicted a lot of the upsets. And I shouldn't say I predicted it. I just kind of picked those teams. That's pretty much how it goes. Well, we'll, but, yeah. we'll let it slide. That sounds, sounds fair enough. Yeah, 98 percentile. I know you just rounded up. Well, that's no, that's what the uh, when you actually click the page, it finally you said 97 and a half. So, so we're going with that. technically it's 97 and a half, but it rounds up to 98. You always round up from five. You're damn right. I never finished my bracket, so I'm in the hundredth percentile. Suck yeah, boys. hungry, hungry hippos. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I haven't played it for a while, but Slanted I like it. Floors okay. for the win. Uh, 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 rat trap or mouse trap. Rat trap. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the ratchet version of mouse trap. Catch the giant rat. It's the roundies version. <laughs> uh, no, it, it it's a good game. Uh. The problem is I always had a set that was broken, so it didn't work very well. But when you have a working set, it's a solid game. I never understood it. What? I, ne- I couldn't understand. All of it. I never understood. Like, I put the whole contraption together. And I'm like, Mom, you want to play? And she's like, sure. And I'm like, I don't know how to play. Like, I, <laughs> you just catch the mouse. I don't What do you do? Yeah, you uh, you go around the board building up the trap, and uh, when someone gets in, the oh, you're supposed you're... to build the trap while you're playing. Yeah, that's the whole point. I would always build it first. That was my problem. <laughs> and then you just keep going around the circle until someone gets trapped, and then uh, there you have it, mouse trap. It. Ooh, perhaps the best video game of all time, NCAA 2014. Football, specifically 2014. Football. It's the football last football <laughs> yeah, the, one. The final football one up until this next year. Oh, no, 2023 is the next game coming That's out. That's fair. Damn it. 2022, uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't play NCAA too much. Madden, I definitely dabbled in Madden 06, 07, 08, but never really got into NCAA. All right. Last one, because this is the last classic I've seen, Clue. I feel like that's a you either love it or hate it one. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I've got a couple of versions of Clue at my house. They're all solid games. Um, last one for me, kind of associated, but not really. I am not necessarily a fan of like branch offs of games like Monopoly SpongeBob Edition or That's something well, like well, that. Life SpongeBob Edition is phenomenal. I don't by the way. like those. Ty- I like the original version. Yeah, so SpongeBob as a game Life, guy, you get to be a, a fry cook at the crab, the crusty crab. I, no, I understand. I That's understand. not your dream. I understand. It's a good point. Exactly. I understand. Is there a particular um, category game of a classic game that you personally love or would recommend like, to everybody? Last, last one for me for you. That Trivial Pursuit. Uh, yeah, that's good. I, I like trivia. Uh, I'm not always the best at it, but it's it's a fun game. I gotta stop scrolling Amazon for games because I <laughs> buy a lot of games. But Yahtzee, last one for me, I swear. Last, last one. Yahtzee. I like Yahtzee. Yahtzee's, yeah, Yahtzee's great. Yahtzee. You can't, you can't hate Yahtzee. I'm just saying. Like, it just reminds me of Scary Movie 3 when he goes, Yahtzee, and hits his head on the fan and falls to the table. That is literally my favorite movie. <laughs> I'm not I would have never known. That guy plays board games in half the scenes. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I absolutely quote that movie all the time. <laughs> so funny beautiful well glad i got to bring that one up there you go 
Uh, sorry, what was the question? Jake? So specific, <laughs> specific, so classic games, kind of the specific, I don't know, categories or character caricature editions that they create off of it. Is there one in particular that stands out to you that you actually enjoy? So, uh, I would say this is going to be, this is a very, very specific game. Um, so Splash Mountain, so Splash Mountain, sorry. Um, it's, it's based off of Splash Mountain at Disney world, which is my favorite ride there. I absolutely love it. Been to Disney way too many times to count. Um, but you know, it, 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 it holds a special place in my heart. Cause I love that ride. <laughs> uh, there's just a whole random backstory to that game of, it was a mess to get it to my house, but you know, it, it, it always holds a deep spot in my heart because of that. Lost it in the airport. They shipped it to us. Somehow managed to find it. It was just, it was a mess. But follow up question to that: Are you the guy that always says "sorry" as you knock someone all the way back to the start? No, nah, I just throw their pawn across the room. Oh, that's fair too. That's a, no that's, manners. That's Doesn't the worst matter. guy. Like, the sorry guy you can bear, but the guy that throws your piece across the room. Uh, Go get it. We're not playing sorry together ever. I'm sorry. Hey, there's got to be consequences for bad actions. You know what my favorite board game was? Trouble. You remember that game? Yeah, because the bubble thing. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Every time I could hit that, it was beautiful. I grew, wow. I grew into hate Monopoly, though, because my grandma was, we played with my grandma way too much, and she never wanted anyone to lose. So that game would just be <laughs> just like. Just a real socialist just handing out dollars. I'll loan you money. money. It's fine. Like, I'll <laughs> loan you more money. It's fine. Like, And the game, like, it would just get to, like, Two and a half hours, like, we're bored, Grandma. We don't want to play this game anymore. Like, this guy owes me, like, $4,000. And, like, I don't get to collect it because we want everyone to win in this socialist community. <laughs> God damn well, it, we, Grandma. Monopoly, Bernie Monopoly. Sanders edition. <laughs> there, there is a socialist edition. 100% it's real. Oh, you hate to God. see it. You hate I to see it. It's built on capitalism. That's the purpose of the game. I'm going to buy that for my grandma just so next time if we ever play. Like, here we go, grandma. <laughs> Socialist oh, monopoly. I didn't think that we would get political when it came to games, but we did. So, Well, while we're on the topic, I'm not going to dive too deep, but there's also uh, Miss Monopoly where the woman actually makes more as she crosses go. Oh, oh I'm not this is real. It's real stuff. From Hasbro. Honestly, okay. We're going to have you on in a year. At least sometime, wait, you know. So we're gonna have you on again if you are interested, anyways. And obviously, we hope Delu is 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 doing well. We have you know a couple more games, or at least one game is more added to the to the to the to the catalog. But I want to do a six pack of the most problematic games that you have come across. How do we define problematic? I'll start thinking. Well, like. <laughs> And I, I, well, let me at least like get good editing software so I can like at least know how to edit stuff out. If like actual board games that eh, probably shouldn't exist. Okay. Don't do it now. I'm not good at editing. Yeah, yet, not so right now. Don't, don't no, say anything no. now. That's no. This uh, is gives you gives you some time to figure and like games that we could buy and legally purchase within America. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're we'll stay in touch. Assuming you're interested, assuming we didn't scare you away here. And, Absolutely uh, not. No, this has been a ton of fun. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad to hear it. So, Scooter, do you have any final questions for uh, for JT here? No, man. I'm just, I'm just mad at the way he plays Sorry and that he's never watched Star <laughs> Wars. So, 
At least by the next time we bring you on, like the the caveat has to be you have to have six problematic games, and you've seen all the Star Wars, not the three new ones. We'll let those slide, but at least the original trilogy and like the middle trilogy will be good. All right, I'm, I'll call David up. Don't worry, we'll have this in writing so you can sign something. Good, David. Like writing. <laughs> David's <laughs> our lawyer too. Um, he's gonna represent both of us in yeah. the case. So he's just gonna flip a coin, and whatever happens, happens. But his his head's gonna be moving all over the place. He was he doesn't know who he's. We just for. want I want because all I, the reason I want that is I just want to hear your initial reaction for Star Wars. Yes. So that's it. All right. So you can yeah, like yeah. read the the Spark notes if you want, and just tell us what you thought. But that, that that's fine too. <laughs> there we go. So that's what perfect. what 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 questions do you have for us? We'll flip it over to you for a little bit. All right, let's see. Since I'm big into sports and tailgating, Uh that kind of atmosphere, which uh, what what what's your guys' go-to sport to watch? Football. Um. So it depends. I I got moods, man. Um, (laughs) Saturday mornings in the fall, college football, hundred percent. Um. Lately, I've been getting into to English Premier League soccer. Because uh, it's been on like Sunday mornings when I wake up, and I've been really enjoying that, which is super random. And I'd say like my other top two, because we both wrestled in college, so any like combat or wrestling or anything yeah. like that that's on TV, like I love watching boxing, MMA, UFC, like Bellator, anything. If I can catch that stuff, love watching that. Um, and weirdly, my last one, I think I'm super into track now, track and field. <laughs> I don't. I, I watched the indoor <laughs> the NCAA indoor Division One track and field championships, and I'm weirdly into it now. Like it was super interesting. So I, I don't know. I'm what so, kind of races are you watching? Like the short ones? Or it the... was all of them, man. I was watching like the the mile runs, the sixty meter, da- yeah, the sixty meter dash, which was ridiculous. Like the hurdles, it was, I was just into it. It was fun. Interesting. That is so sorry. That's a lot of sports. I like sports in general. So I like like football, and my obscure one would be um, uh, curling. As always, I was homesick back in Winter Olympics of like '04 or something like that, and curling was on, and it's it's fucking great. And back in the day, like they used to have dodgeball on like Game Show Network. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. Did you guys ever watch uh, Nickelodeon Guests with all the game shows on that? Yeah, like, Gut, or what's the Guts one? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Was, if I could pick that as my favorite sport, I would. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I, the, I the, the aggro crag, the mountain, that was my favorite yeah. part. It was awesome. That was It was always my dream to get on the show, but obviously they <laughs> like, the show before I was actually old enough to do that. So. <laughs> it was like way pre-recorded, but it's reruns. You're like, shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a good one. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what about attending, like, if, if, if you were to go to a sporting event, like a specific, you know, would it be, would you go to a Packer game? Would you go to a Brewer game? Would you go to a, a White Sox game, Cubs game? Oh, like, I what? Like it. He, he threw in some Chicago squads there. Did you? I appreciate yeah, that. Well, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going all Packers. Like, no. No, no. Uh-huh. I'll, 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 I'll let you pick any, any sport across the U.S. or honestly, world if you have so any any sporting event that we would like to be in. so like our dream one or is this one that like we bet like would be like a, a normal thing for us to go to 
let's say normal, normal, not like a game seven of the World Series kind of thing. Let's Got say it. like if if you're just going to a spring event, do you want it to be a a Bears game at Soldier Field or do you want it to be a Marlins game at whatever their stadium is? <laughs> just for example. Sure. Um, well, mine's easy. Um, like if you can't see my sweatshirt, Michigan. I'm a big Michigan yeah. fan. Um, and that's something that me and my brother and dad do is go to Michigan games. Fortunately, we weren't able to go this year due to COVID. Um, but that was something we always did, no matter, like, we don't try to go to a Big Ten game, um, either at the Big House or one in, like, Indiana, Illinois, Northwestern, anywhere around here. That was kind of close. Um, so definitely those are for sure um, some of my favorite games to go to just because I love the college football atmosphere, and it's, a, it's become a tradition for us, and uh, it's definitely been a lot of fun to tailgate and do those kind of things, so. Hopefully next time we're tailgating, I'll be able to bring the game along. You bring DLU games along, we'll be playing it. So, absolutely, it hasn't seen a lot of tailgating because we'll try. We've only had while, well, yeah, we really haven't had any months that has been out that we've been able to tailgate. So it's been a it's been a sad journey for that. Uh, for me, I think mine is is Brewer games. I love going to those. I love the tailgating. I love the atmosphere there and you know it's even more more fun now that the brewers are actually good um and for a long part of their life our lives they weren't and uh um you know i think it's i think it's just you know no matter even if they go out there and they lose 20 to 1 it's still a good time there um you know especially at the beginning i'm sporting events themselves i enjoy them but i'm more of a fan of the tailgating the games the food eating 10 brats before you even walk through the door and um you know i don't i don't know if there's a better place to tailgate than 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 a brewer game that's fair um that, that i've been at so well no depends college tailgating is totally different man they just it's they, a whole different they, they drink I, drink they yes, ring up I've, like i've never I went seen to them. one college football game ever and it was a it's like the badgers versus the illini when i was in seventh grade I was not quite at that moment where I knew what tailgating was. I've so. never seen so many drunk people before 11 a.m. in my life. <laughs> that's at a college football game because that's like when they kick off. So people just get hammered. That's what they do. Now, every yeah. time the bell rings, every hour on the hour, people chug a beer. Yeah. Michigan games. It was, it's pretty it's, wild. It's an interesting atmosphere. Oh, you went to Madison. You know exactly what we're talking about. Like you oh, were in the heart of it. I'm well aware of having both bathrooms. Um, used in our house because people are throwing up at 11 in the morning he knows yeah. <laughs> it's and you don't even know the people that's the worst part like, who are you who the fuck are you? It's, it's it's something it's yeah it's it's just an experience we'll put it that way <laughs> yeah any other questions Gaff, for us uh yeah on a um business note if you will not even business I don't know. Maybe business. What like? What are your guys' goals with the podcast? Like, what do you you know? What do you ultimately? Where, where do you want to take this? How long do you plan on going with it? You know, what's the outlook? Um, I mean, I think short answer is as long as it's fun, we'll continue to do it. Um, because yeah. it's a it's it's definitely an outlet for us to to escape our our nine to fives where we're not necessarily doing something that we're this passionate about. So, um. As long as we still enjoy it, we will definitely continue. And I don't think we can put a def definite uh, timeline on that because we're both getting to that age where families and all that stuff start coming up. So who knows? Um, but I think I think it'll keep going 
for as long as it can, like as long as it makes sense to. Um, I don't think there's a definitive timeline to that at all, unless mm-hmm. you got one there and like, like you haven't told me yet. That's fine. It's like, yeah, we're done in a month. <laughs> like, uh, is... So next week is our last, but surprise. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I I'm gonna actually. I didn't know this until this bit of advice came to us. He's going to cut us. He's going to cut us short. This is the last episode. I know. I know. No, no, no. You can just open up a can of worms. I no. I got this. I didn't, I I never really thought of this, but um, what was it? Last week we had Dave on um, Mm -hmm. from, uh, from drop time, uh, uh, Dave uh, Etter. And he had given the when he was talking about when he was going to school um he had went to school for english and he wanted to do outdoor writing and his professor had given him the advice is be careful to work in exactly what your passion is because eventually it's just going to turn into work um and that's exactly what happened for him and i never really thought about that you always think and you're always told that find something that you're passionate about and if you can make that a career then great. Um, but nobody ever talks about the negative side of that is that eventually it is just going to become work. And all of a sudden you risk losing that passion. And, and for us, you know, this time, these last, what, five months now in particular, where we've really gone in on this rather than the, you know, the year and a half before then the year and a half before then was fine, but these last five months have been incredible. Um, and, and something that it went from, some days dreading jumping on because oh, we got to record we have to get something out there so now it's like hell yeah we're getting to record and how can we figure out how to make this work so we can we can do this and um do something that we we enjoy so for me anyways and 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 this can be totally different for for jeremy here i don't know if i want this to be my career i don't know if i want to be a full-time podcaster and have everything coming in because i never want this to be work I want this to be something that I, that I look forward to no matter what, and know that there's no, not necessarily any risk involved with it. Like if I don't do it, I'm going to lose my livelihood and, 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 and such, and have that sort of stress behind it. So um, this is just, it's a passion for us. um, And there's no timeline on it. There's no expiration date on it right now. um, And I don't want it to ever get like that. So assuming, you know, we can always make it work. We always will make it work, assuming that we like it. Um, but it's not like something I'm hoping like next week. Oh, I hope this is exactly like I get to quit my job. And this is exactly what I'm doing because maybe it's in a year, maybe it's in 10 years, all of a sudden this becomes work and you lose the passion for it. And I'd never want to do that. Um, so that was just kind of a callback to a last episode that I never really thought about until that conversation. Um, but, but after he said it, I kind of realized it a little bit more is no matter what, something that you have a job in eventually is going to be a job and the passion's going to go somewhere. Oh, I, I get that. I, I mean, that's fantastic advice. And, you know, it sounds like you guys are enjoying this so far and, you know, just keep that passion going and it'll go a long ways. And even if it's not a full-time job, if it's just something that you love, you know, those outlets are so nice to have to do something that's not your nine to five or get out of the rut, not just sit down and watch TV at the end of the night, do something different. Yeah. You know, those hobbies, it's it's important to have. And, you know, it's like I said, it's been a ton of fun hanging out with you guys this evening. So yeah. um, and I've listened to multiple shows and it's just it's 
fun to hear what people have to say and just learn from them. So um, I love, I love the podcast. I think it's a fantastic idea and I hope it goes the long ways or at least as long as you guys want it to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's a phenomenal note to wrap this one up on. You want to hit him with the last question? The final questions. Final Number questions. one. I forgot there's two. Final question. My bad. I just really have to pee. So in <laughs> the inevitable world, Delu games makes it big. And all of a sudden Hollywood approaches you and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to make this movie. Like they made basketball a movie. We're going to make Delu games a whole movie. Who do you want playing you in that movie? And who do you want playing your two favorite podcasters that helped get you there? All right. So this is going to be a bit eclectic because that's who I am. Um, so I'm taking Dick Van Dyke to play me. Uh, I love his energy. Really old, really old guy. But, you know, his energy back in the day, super fun, fascinating, entertaining, just an entertaining person back in the 50s. Um, so that's that's who's taking on my role. You guys, uh, you'll have to fight over who gets you. But um, <laughs> One of you is going to get Drake Bell. The other is going to get uh, Josh Peck. And it's oh, a bit of a Drake and Josh spinoff. I love it. I, yeah, I love their energy. I, I see it fitting with you guys, so I think it'll work well. Hell yeah. I might my new favorite one. Me, brother. Actually, sorry, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but while I brought that up, so the name Daylu, because a lot of people ask where that actually came from. So that, that word Daylu actually came from a Drake and Josh episode. I just, it, it was in a marriage episode. They're like, and now Daylu. Uh-huh. And I just always said that in middle school. And it just kind of stuck as an expression that I used for nothing related to the show. I just started using it. And when I needed a name for the game, that's just what popped into my mind. And there you go. Beautiful. It makes more sense right there. I Hit him it. with the last one. Hell yeah. And <laughs> the final question. Every episode, we like to close it with a little thing that we call closing time wisdom. Um, when you're sitting at the bar, you're sitting at the coffee shop or at the tailgate and you find that one old guy and he leaves you with some wisdom before you head into that game or you head on with your lives. What is your closing time wisdom for not only us, but for everyone listening to this show? Yeah. I mean, just have fun in what you do, Uh, whether it's your work, whether it's outside of work, watching TV, hanging out with people. I mean, life's just not long enough to get caught up in the little things just enjoy it enjoy what you have find the fun in everything and just do what you can to be happy it's not worth being upset over things because there's just not time to be upset take your life and have fun and play games and just enjoy it that's that's kind of my motto oh yeah i love it and i guess the the third kind of off-brand question where can people find you where can people find daily games they can find Daylu Games on Instagram, Facebook, and sort of on Twitter and TikTok, but not really. Uh, <laughs> at Daylu Games is just our account. Our website is daylugames.com. Um, D-E-L-U, right? What? It'll D-E-L-U. all be in the description oh. of the, the episode. I'll, I'll yeah. make sure to tag yep. that stuff. He's got a piece. So, JT, pleasure having you. Uh, we wish you all the best. We look forward to our next show where we can talk about some problematic board games and, and so on. Um, Thank you. Thank and you. That, ladies and gentlemen, I have been J-Dog. He has been Scooter. We have been Beer with the Boys and may the beer be with you and also with your soul. We love you. Mwah.